let's say you've you've learned uh, solid lighting and you can and you can create a good photograph. Charge very little for it and see how busy you get. You'll be swamped quickly, but you'll also work your butt off and make nothing. And everyone will love you, but you will feel um, almost a. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't want to use the wrong word here, but you'll 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 feel disrespected. There'll be this resentment towards your clients because you're you're they're getting this you're getting all of you for nothing. And at the end of the year, you'll you know you, your accountant says, "Well, you, you actually lost money this year," or they'll say, "Yeah, you you hey, you're in the positive. You made ten grand after working your butt off all year long." You come out of it and you made 10 grand or 30 grand. And you're like, that was a lot of work. Because to, to be successful in photography, you got to know a lot of stuff, right? You got I'm not, I'm singing, I'm singing to the choir here. I mean, we all know that to be in this industry, you have to know a lot of things. You know, all the, you got to know about cameras and lighting and computers and software. And, and there's just so much. And then you've got to be a psychologist for clients and you've got to be able to work with children. And then the next thing you know, you're working with a, a senior citizen. And the next thing, I mean, you've got to be so much to be a, a professional photographer and make a career out of it. Right. And the last thing you want to do is go through an exhausting year and come out the other end with, with very little profit. Because that's not fair to you. Right. So I, I make sure I'm constantly increasing my price. And, uh, you know, usually when I get slow, I go back and I, and I do, a, that's when I do my biggest price increases. And, uh, yeah, I have, I have clients that are the clients I don't want. They disappear pretty quickly. Um, but I always gain, I'd rather have one good client than three bad clients paying me nothing. And make I know I'm making profit off that good point. So, you know, our average this year, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what it was. We ended up. Um, I wanted it to be over seven thousand. We were close, um, but we ended up after total calculations being at six thousand eight hundred a session. But that was still very very strong, and uh, we had planned for and budgeted for it to be uh, seventy two hundred based on on what my knowledge is and our system in place and it was at 68 and i'm really really thrilled about that number um when it's when it's that close it's pretty darn good um we did look back and could see some of the things that we're going to tweak for this coming year uh, we only we we also there's a number of things that i mean we had a baby in the middle of all this too um and and that's you know, when you have a, if you've, if you've have a, had a child, you know the amount of work it is. Um, and we, you know, it just seemed like endless doctor's appointments. And, you know, month, this coming Monday, she actually goes in for her surgery too. So uh, she'll give us your, your prayers and be really welcome because Monday she goes in uh, for her open heart surgery. Well, February 1st, whatever that exactly is. Um, so, it, you know, there's there's anxiety. There was, um, we had to do extra things with her. So we had to, we had to roll with our system and, and stick to it um, and, and be very focused on the system. 
um, and, and not take our eye off the ball if we were going to pull this off. You know, and I, and I tell people that you can do six figures with, with this system. Well, we did many multiple six figures in six months. Right. Our, our goal was to do 70 sessions. We ended up doing 50. That was our end number. So you do the math. But just 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 on uh, now there, there there's these other sessions were put forward into this month. So they're in this year. The, the, the last weekend of sessions, those sales are, are in 2022. So we got to say well, you know, we get, did 50 in, in 2021. So, but that's good. Think about that. You know, if you had 12 sessions that are also still averaging over 6,000, um, what, what does that do for your, your, your bottom line in January? Like, the, the, like all the Zoom sessions are set up in January. And we've already had uh, three of those Zooms and the sales are just as strong in the same way. Even though they know they're not getting their product for last Christmas, obviously Christmas is over.
Paint by Dan. I'm at one twenty five. Okay, that's good. What's, what do you charge for eight by ten, Nina? What well, are you asking me, Larry? I am. What do it's you charge for eight by ten? Two fifty. Two fifty. Uh, Marianne, what do you charge for an eight by ten? I'm way low. I'm charged one ten. All right, John, what do you charge? Yeah, I'm about one twenty-five. All right, Ben, are you there? Ben, hello, Ben. We've lost Ben. Um, John, are you there? I am. Yes. What do you charge for an eight by ten? Well, I'm on the low end, fifty bucks. <laughs> All right. You got to change that quickly. Yeah, so I have to talk. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's got to change. But anyways, I digress. Even if you're charging 110 bucks, which you shouldn't be. Because there's so much to do. So much equipment to buy. There's so much knowledge to gain. There's so much effort to do. There's so much talent that needs to be done. There's so much that needs to be done to make a living at this. 110 bucks for a piece of artwork. It's crazy. But you know, I, I'm only charging 165 for an eight by ten. But I sell a lot of eight by tens. I sell 10 eight by tens, high profit, and and uh, that really adds on to my extras. But what do I do when I look at the price of my book? My book needs to be priced properly. And I know we're gonna do some artwork later. We're, I want to talk about a few things to get your year started. So, because pricing is so important, if I create a book and the book is 12 spreads, right? Okay, so I have a 12 spread book. Is that 12 spread book not going to have 12 images in it that are at least 10 inch? Yes. So you have to at least get, if you're charging 110 a page, you have to at least get 110 a page. But now you get a book to put together and writing to do and covers to make and all this other stuff. So 110 is not enough. It's going to be higher. Yeah, right. So let's say you bring that up to, to um, 150 times 12. Right. So, I mean, just, just put, it, put that in, into perspective. That's an $1,800 book. That's only 12 spread book. Now let's add the, the wooden box for it. So I charge 300 bucks for a wooden box. So we'll, we'll add the wooden box. Now you're 2,100. Okay, Bonnie, I'm gonna go back to you. What do you charge for a 40 inch canvas? I don't because I've not offered that yet. Stop it. Okay, no, I just like, okay, so here's the thing. I'm just not. I want to buy nobody's, from you. Nobody's like, nobody wants them right now. I, I have well, not. Yes, I sell them every session. I know. I know. I'm you know why nobody wants them? I don't not, have one. <laughs> right. You don't have one and you're not pricing them and you're not offering them. And that's why nobody wants them. Marianne, do you sell them? Not right now. I sell them like on my other artwork, but I don't sell them with the Santa stuff. Oh my goodness. Okay. I, we got to have another zoom after this, just about crocs and pricing. Okay. Ina, I promise you, you do it. Yes, I do. Uh, how and much I is, sell. How much for 40 inch? 
3,000 without the frame. Okay, well, what's a 40 inch? Um, uh, just say with frame. Uh, it will depends what kind of frame that will range about 3,500 and up. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to add 3,500. That's about right. I might mine at 3,800. So I'll put 3,800 framed. I know, Bonnie, you're like, 3,800 bucks? Somebody's going to pay 3,800 bucks for a picture of Santa? Absolutely. You see that, that, that this piece right above my, my mantle? Can you imagine that piece being children with Santa? I sell them all the time. Every session I sell one. Because it becomes their focal point, their key piece for all their Christmas decorations. It is their key focal piece. And all decorations will actually lead to that one key piece because it's got their children in it. So let's get 3,800 added to that. Just with those two things, that's even leaving your prices at, at, and marking them up a little bit for, to make the book. We're already at 5,900. Now, they got to have the session fee in there. The session fee, two kids, 500 bucks. I don't know. Maybe you guys are charging less. Let's let's find out where that where you're at with the, with the session fees. Uh, um, Bonnie, what were you charging for a session fee for your For even if I brought in six kids, I didn't have that many. I just did two kids at the most. So I just what a great deal. I'm going to book you next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're super cheap. I, I swear. Are you a pro? <laughs> I'm confused. You're confusing me. You're so low. We're going to get you higher, I promise you. Because you're getting the people that want nothing. Like you're getting you're getting the, the bargain shoppers. We're going to change that for you. I, I swear. You're too good and you're too nice to be getting paid that. You work hard. You're a super yeah. nice person. You're, you've got lots of talent. You've got everything you need to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You just got to make a few changes and you got to start by looking in the mirror and selling yourself on this. All right. Yeah. I got some tweaks to make. <laughs> well, these are more than tweaks. Actually, these are fundamental conversations and, and decisions to make about what you actually want. And, and it's almost a self valuation. You're going to start by valuing yourself. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts. Okay. Um, so Marianne, what do you charge for a session fee? Same. It would be about low, like, 225. Okay. We'll, we'll work on you too. Um, John, what do you charge for session fee? Harry, I think it's all about building a brand, building a, a, a high quality brand. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and like I I did some snooping um, and I and I actually I, I went to Ina's website. Yep. Um, and a beautiful studio, you know, very high end. And, notice how, you also yeah. notice how she dresses? Yes. Yes. Right? How she speaks, how she dresses, yes. how her, her, the way she is, everything is about Eden's brand. Yes, I see it. Yeah. And, and, and it's, uh, and I could see her charging what she's charging because of, you know, um, what she, what she's just the, uh, um, the look of the studio. You know, Absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even getting into her work. I'm just saying the studio itself looks high end. Correct. And, commands a high price I, you know correct and so, saying, uh, what is your session fee? that she's gonna that th they're gonna pay you know a, a good amount of money for her work all right you know what is your session fee for santa 
Well, for, thank you for the compliment, but uh, I'm not really original at this. I learned everything from Larry. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I charge exactly like Larry said, 350 a session for, for a first child plus 100 for additional. Yeah, I, I charge 150 for additionals, but similar. Um, and, and that and that is important to me because what I explain to my clients is I, do, I go 250 for the first child. 150 for each subsequent child. And what's important about that, if I'm saying that to Mrs. Smith, is that she has to realize that as I add children, the artwork takes longer. The session is far more difficult. There's a lot of things at play. My costs go up. But, you know, the, the uh, my, my average session is, I know by my math, my average session is two kids. So that means I do lots that are three and four as well, but two kids is my average. I think it's 2.25. But uh, that means I know that I'm actually making about $525 on average, $530 uh, on average for session fees. So now I can take that and say, what does each session actually cost me? So I've got my Santa, I've got my cost for my either studio or the location I'm at. I've got my staff, I've got my cost, I've got all these things. Are my costs actually fully covered? Right? Are can I ask you how long, sorry, Larry, can uh, I ask you how long your Santa sessions are? They're an hour, but I leave an hour and a half per session. Hiya. Welcome to the group. So, so, you know, for me, I, I'm going to add 500 to this. Now we're at 6,400. Okay, but we haven't sold any Christmas cards yet, or we haven't sold any any um, 8x10s or metal art, desk metal art. None of that has been sold yet. And I always sell some of that. Like, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I invariably add about six to seven hundred dollars. I'm going to say seven hundred. So I'll just add that seven hundred for those products, and we're at seventy one hundred. And all we did was sell. We sold the book at kind of fitting your pricing of eight by tens. We sold the wall art. So the price would go drop down if it was if it was uh, um, a thirty inch or maybe about a twenty four inch. You know it wouldn't be as high. So that's how that some of them drop down from seventy one hundred and you'd be down in the, or more in the fifty three hundred dollar range if they didn't buy as big a wallet. Well, are you guys okay with a fifty three hundred dollar sale? Yeah, I, I'm not, but I mean I'm okay with it, right? If, as long as I'm getting some that are eighty six hundred. Or nine thousand. I mean, I I just want to know that my averages are staying in that. I, what I don't like is I don't like it when somebody buys our minimum and you know our minimum. You know, you're down at a thirteen hundred fifty dollars sale. Right, I don't like that because that that was just a price shop and they're looking to get an ex Santa experience, and that's not what I do for a living. So, but th th that's how I get to where I'm going. So if I'm going to do that now, we're going to step into artwork now because, you know, the whole point of the first part of this conversation was to get you to understand that I'm selling a lot. 
But how can I uh, confidently say these prices if my artwork is bad? Right? I need my artwork to take their breath away. Right? I want them to see something they've never seen before that they're blown away by. So I'm going to share my screen. And I'm going to bring in this right here. Okay. So there's a couple of things I'm going to teach you here that are pretty cool. What? Why can I move that? Here we are. So this is after Lightroom. And that's for a different time going through the Lightroom. But the Lightroom um, doesn't change from what we've already done uh, in the previous videos. Now, there's a couple of things here that are interesting about this. Like To me, the, the positioning of everyone in this image is great, but the, the, the overall look of it is not, it doesn't drop my jaw, I'll tell you that. It is the way it is because of the way I photographed it, and it was photographed in a way to provide the purpose and meaning to create the final artwork, okay? Now, there's some things that I'm going to fix up here, just I mean, real quick. I'm going to take my, my paintbrush here, and I'm just going to select the dark color in the background. I'm going to bring that down to about 24 to eh, maybe a little higher. We'll go up to 30. And I'm just going to, anything that maybe is drawing my eye out of the image, I'm just going to take and knock those down a little bit. And you might think, what do you mean? You're actually brushing with a color over stuff? Yeah, but it's only 30%. So it's actually going to work to balance the color across the whole thing all right that's good now i'm going to take my burn tool make it make it pretty big oh, i'm going to back out a little bit here and back out center that take my burn tool i'm going to get that brush bigger than that that's yeah, beautiful and i'm going to have my leave my exposure i got it at 37 there but I'm going to do a vignette. And why do I do all my vignettes by hand? Because each image is different. And depending on how many kids are in it, if you just drop a, 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 like a, a canned vignette, I think you're going to suffer from it. Why am I only using the, the mids? Because we're going to squeeze this later. When I say squeeze it, that's a technical term for doing a levels adjustment. Uh, now, what I'm going to do is just see these two hot or three hot spots on here. I'm going to knock those hot spots down. I'm, I'm just going to do this real quick. Pick a color. Good. Take a little of that green. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's a you're you're in an old hundred hundreds of year old. Uh, house santa's workshop his, his globe is gonna have taken some beatings so it's okay if it's not perfect you know i deal in in as you you anyone that's really been at a workshop knows that i deal in perfect imperfections um that's the way god rolls and that's good enough for me back it out fit on screen looks good Okay, so now I'm going to just take it. I'm going to sometimes to lighten an area, you should darken the area around it. 
remember what I just said there. So I'm going to take my burn tool, burn some of the, this globe here a little bit. That's good. Eh, a couple of spots on Santa's suit that are a little bit hot for me. Just burn those down just a little bit, side of his face a little, a little on his hair. And now I'm going to go to my dodge tool, and I'm going to go to my shadows. And anything that's a, a hole that has no detail in it, that's dark or black, I'm going to get rid of those and just brighten them up real quick. I just don't like there to be no detail. And I'm going to give that a little going over here. That's good. A little by his ear. A little coming down there. Just a little bit here. I'm starting to sound like Don Ross. Or Bob Ross, pardon me, the painter, <laughs> who's no longer with us, God rest his soul. But put a little bit here, maybe a little bit boop, boop. <laughs> okay. And no, I'm not going crazy. Now I'm going to go with, uh, with my um, dodge tool, but only in mids and, and also about halfway. And, and notice I haven't touched the skin yet. I'm just gonna now notice this also notice this green is it's just a well kind of a weird green i replaced all of my uh pajamas this year like all, everything because i had too many ones like this that some were a, a really dark forest green some were this green some were that green and i just i didn't like it but does that mean that i can't utilize this one not at all so i'm just going to duplicate this layer and i'll show you how to correct that real quick just an easy way I'm just going to go in here. I'm going to select. This is my, uh, you can see in here, it's just my hue and saturation and adjustments. I'm going to select greens, and then I'm going to take the, the eyedropper from the mids, select that green, and I'm just going to slide this over to where I want it to be. Oops. Do that again. I got the green. Is it the yellow I want? It should be better than that. Hmm. Are you not kidding the green that I want? There we go. Hey, Larry, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. Um, I just uh, purchased a whole new set of um, pajamas from that uh, Petite Bloom that was yeah. uh, mm -hmm. recommended site, and, and they are a little greener than the original one that I had made by Seamstress. Mm -hmm. What do you prefer for color harmony? Do you like the lighter color or the I, I like I like darker. Okay. Yeah, I really do. I like darker. And then I'm going to take this and I'm going to, instead of doing this too much lighter, I'm, I'm going to bring this in. I'm going to darken it with my mid-tones. And then I'm going to come in and I'm going to brighten it up. Because I need it to glow, right? There we go. Now, maybe a little more on his leg. 
you know, I think, where is the glow happening? And notice I'm still on the mids at about 48. Now, I'm going to uh, do the faces real quick. I'm just going to take this, drop it down to, to around 30. And I'll just do a quick pass here. I can do a little bit on the beard, too. I'm going to do a quick pass on his face as well. A little on his hand, a little over here in his hand, a little on top of the globe. All right, good. And let's just now bring in my den magic. So we're just going to bring that in here. Hey, I got a new computer this year, and I love it. I bought a, a, a Puget, had a custom-built one. My God, what a just amazing computer. Love it. Yeah, 128 gigs of RAM. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Oops, i got to put up. Yeah, it's like as, as fast as, as you can think. I'm just going to erase that right out of there. And I'm going to take that. I'm going to duplicate that. And you'll edit, edit, transform, rotate. We'll just rotate that real quick. There we go. Let's go ahead and look at that a little closer. Make sure we're where we want to be with that. I like that. And there's two ways to do this. I mean, one way I could come in and, and I could get rid of this and kind of make it look like it's just coming out of the bag only. I'll leave it like that. I like doing both. I, I do them invariably both ways. But I want to make it look like he's, you know, uh, pulled the magic out of there. Let's put a little magic in his in his hand as well, a uh, little half spot glow. Hey, if you're not using, honestly, this isn't a sale, but if you're not using my PNG files, you are missing out because the PNG files are, make things so quick and they're designed to, to do this all in advance for you. Let's go ahead and take a close look at this little guy's hand. there and let's just erase a little bit of this uh, so it looks like it's coming from there it looks like I've also got one yeah let's get all of that gone yep pretty all right now, we're going to take and we're going to merge these down. Or you, you don't even have to merge them down. What you can do is you can make a stamp. I use P. I'm a PC person, so uh, that's Control-Alt-Shift-E. Uh, it's different on Mac, but it's similar. So now I've, I've got a stamp of this. So, And the reason I want that stamp is I need a 100% layer of everything. It's got to be 100% op opacity because I'm about to do um, a levels, levels adjustment. I, I like to call it squeezing it, like giving giving the images a hug, uh, only because I like I, I've got to do a thousand or more of these in a year, and so if I can get so I'm talking to it not mechanically, I talk to it like it's a loving piece, 
Like I'm t- now it's time for me to give you a hug, right? And I say that to my pieces better than saying, all right, now and then levels adjustment, level this, do low light. I mean, it, it, when you got a, a season to do with this, make it fun. If you ever get a chance to read the book, Chop Wood, Carry Water, it's all about doing what you do the, to the best that you can make it, making it as fun as you can make it, even if it's chopping wood or carrying a bucket of water. Okay, so first of all, there's our levels adjustment. And the reason that levels adjustment went so well is because of all the things that we did. Oops. Because of all the things that we did to that point. Right? And and you can see along the top, it's a little bit too dark along that top. I'm going to take it and I'm just going to bring that the other way a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, it looks better. But what I want to see is I want to see that when I get to this point, I've got all the image that I need to be done. Does anybody agree with me that this is already a sellable image? Yes. Right? I mean, it's definitely a sellable image. Just the way it is. But... Now, this is the good to great principle. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to duplicate that layer because it's still a, at a strong opacity. And I'm going to go image, and I'm, uh, pardon me, filter, and I'm going to go camera raw. And, and for all of you that have sent me, a, I've been sent so many messages saying, you know, you told me to use Topaz and, and they don't make it anymore. And, you know, you've got to get this for me. And I'm like, I agree, I do. But, uh, you know, it requires thinking, right? I mean, it's like seeing a mass of an, in the infiniteness, if that's a word, of Photoshop. And you've got to come up with a solution that makes it a specific thing. Um, and so it took some research and doing and, and failing. But I think I've got it really, really good. Matter of fact, I used it, use it now, so I think it's really good. Um, so we're going to go filter, camera raw. And camera raw, I'm going to take my textures. And this is really a sweet and a taste. And it, and it, is, it does change a little bit from image to image. But this will give you a good uh, guideline. Textures to 15. Clarity to 10. Dehaze to 5. Vibrance to five. Saturation to five. Okay. And I hit okay. So you can see what, stop that. You can see what that's done. It, it, you might think, well, is it that much? Well, it's a lot actually. And I'm just toggling back and forth between before. Here it's a little milky. It's a little, it's, and I don't know if you can see it over your over the zoom, but it's a little milky here. It's tight shot, a little more gold, a little more luxurious, right? Getting back to the, if you're going to sell high end fine art, make it high end fine art, right? So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this and I'm going to duplicate that, and then I'm going to go image, auto color. Now I know you can see that change. Right there before, after. Now, to me, things look too blue and too, it doesn't look right. It looks too much like a photo to me. It doesn't have any magicalness to it. 
uh, the magical feel. So I'm going to bring it back and I'm going to bring that up somewhere between 50 and, and 70 really is, is uh, your happy place. And you've got a, that's a sweetened to taste. Okay. So I, that one I brought to 67, I like the, that feel. So now I'm going to duplicate, uh, probably I can't duplicate that because that's the opacity of 67. So I'm going to make a stand. And then I'm going to do one more levels adjustment. You can see the levels have dropped down, right? So I'm going to bring that over. Bring my highlight up. And there's my finished product. Now that's a really, really almost three-dimensional. You print that on a gloss canvas or even semi-gloss or luster. You print that on metal. Um, it's going to pop. All right? It's a beautiful product. There's not a mother out there that won't look at that and go, wow. I mean, every mother out there uh, and grandmother. I mean, uh, that's the goal, right? Now, if you if you if you want to take it a step further, maybe a little bit more advanced, you could take and you could brighten up the tree by just coming in and, and giving it a little three dimensional uh, quality. You can take it and going through highlights and drop the highlights down, but. You could pop the faces, give them just a touch more glow. Same with the top of the globe and the magic a little bit. And there I've just done, if you look what I've done there, I'll just go back. There's after. So there's what it was. And there's the last thing I just did. You see like the light came on, right? It's a little thing. It takes not very little time to do, but the finished product, it's pop. Wow. So that's what I wanted to show you. This is 100% done in Photoshop with the, you know, with Camera Raw, which we all have Camera Raw. Camera Raw. <clears throat> and I think that should solve everybody's issue that they're having. Um, you can take Topaz right out of the, the loop. And, and I timed the, the two of them. And it's actually less time to do this way. So it's time sensitive. It's good as well. Um, I can do a, an image from start to finish. I did a whole session in this. And uh, once I got rolling... Every image was done in less than, than 10 minutes. Like, I mean, 10 minutes, per, it was less than 10 minutes per image, start to finish. So, you know, that's that's really, really good when you're doing a piece of artwork. Um, so, you know, I listen, I hope this 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 helps. It's a, it's a big step in, in saying, listen, there's other ways. And I've always said there's other ways. You know, Topaz is not the be-all and end-all. I was just as disappointed with them as you were when they discontinued all their stuff. And then they, then when I called them about it, they're like, yeah, no, there's just nothing we can do about it. You, it's done. We only have this going forward. And I said, well, you know, that's, that's not very nice. Honestly, not that nice generally fits into business, but it should. Because, you know, a lot of us have built our product around it. And then all of a sudden they take it away. It's like, well, wait a minute. We've got businesses built around this. so. But I knew that whether it's through Photoshop or other softwares, there's a way to achieve what, what we want to achieve. It just took some time, which having a child and then being super swamped with, with our busy Christmas season, 
It was just a matter of time, having the time to research it. But throughout the Christmas season, I put quite a bit of time into this research to get this right. And, you know, the first one that I came up with, quite frankly, it did the same look, but it took a lot more time to do. So I had to scrap it because we can't spend a half an hour per image, right? So I'm like, oh. So I tried to cut, you know, cut that one back, but it didn't work. I had to start scrap again and start from the beginning and say I need a different process of of getting this to where it needs to be. So it just it's a time consuming thing. Developing something from nothing is is it does take time. Is there any questions that anyone has on what we just did? Just want to say I think you did a wonderful job. Um, and Looks uh, looks amazing. It's gorgeous. Thank you. But again, I mean, you're here to learn. So if you've got questions, now's the time. I have a question, Lane. Yep. You know, uh, it just seems like um, uh, when you when I look at your images, when you start working with them, when once you bring the uh, in Photoshop, um, the trees, so the Christmas trees, um, somehow my images are always the uh, the uh, darks uh, uh, in the Christmas trees and the Christmas tree by itself on two sides. Actually, you can see the one on your on your uh, camera, right? Yeah. But in my final image, if I do thirty by forty, I have both Christmas trees showing up there. Yep. So uh, that Christmas tree is, uh, or both of them actually, um, they they don't quite. They are really dark. Yes. Okay. Here's the here's the answer. Two answers. One, make sure that you go in there with your uh, your dodge tool on shadows at the beginning and, and brighten up all the dark areas, right? They mm -hmm. almost get, they, there's, it's brighten up the dark areas to the point just before milkiness, right? You know, when you use a, a dodge tool and you're dodging uh, uh, with shadow, with set on shadow, mm -hmm. you shadow dodge and you over dodge it, it gets milky. Right. And you don't want to go there because all, okay. all the levels adjustments in the world aren't going to bring that back. So the, the point just before milkiness. So do that first. The second thing you can do, and you can do it um, and at the end like I just did, or you can do it before you do the first um, levels adjustment, before you squeeze it. Take your, your um, um, dodge tool on medium. Mm -hmm. And just go haphazardly go over the tree around the lights, and it will brighten it up. So that way, when you do squeeze it, your darks are becoming dark like they're supposed to be, but the lights are bright. Yeah. Does that makes sense? Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can go back and do that real quick. We'll get rid of all the stuff that we've already done. But if you don't have any other questions on what we did here, I'm happy to do that. But you know what? Once you already put, uh, brought uh, the image from the uh, Lightroom to the Photoshop, it seems like it already had all those qualities there. Like no. I'm always missing. No, no, it doesn't. The other thing that you want to watch for, you know, if you're, are you doing any any vignetting in Lightroom? No, I don't. Mm -mm. Okay, good. But when you're doing your vignetting, I don't know if you noticed when I when I ran around and vignetted everything. I didn't do any of that tool over the tree. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times what happens when people are vignetting, 
they, they're going around it like this and like this, and, and then the tree gets some. And that will also dull it. You don't want to vignette the tree. So though that's another option. But no, I don't do anything to it special in Lightroom okay. at all. But I do, I do uh, do the the double dodging on the trees um, to to lighten them up. I want to brighten them up, and you could even take them a step further. I mean, you could you could you, while well, we've got this on highlight right now, you you can brighten up just a bit more on highlight. But it really has to happen. You, the best way for it to happen is before. You've just got to make sure that you're getting the darks, not just the lights, or not just the mediums. You got to get those darks first. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the major problems that I've seen with people with their artwork is their darks. Are just, there's so many black holes in their work and they're not dodging out any of the darks at the beginning. When you're doing this kind of artwork, you're doing so much adding of stuff and then you're doing the squeezing. And uh, if you don't do the, the darks, you end up with black holes in your work. And plus, when you're printing, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it depends what kind of printer you're using or what lab you're using. All those uh, darks are even, <laughs> um, even though if sometimes you have a detail, you're losing it there in printing. Correct. Yep, yep, that's true. You know, you know I had a lady that, that I did her work, and I, I agree that I'm making the trees to, so they look three-dimensional. Like this tree here doesn't look like it's part of the background anymore. And that, that's one of my goals. I want the tree to stand out from the background. Um, I think it's really, really important. Like even this car here doesn't uh, on the stool doesn't look like it's part of the background anymore. And a lot of that has to do with the positioning of, of props around things, but also how I, I light each one of these up a little bit so that they look like they're standing away from the back wall. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, I, I had this lady come in to look at her, her uh, uh, images and she sat down and I started going through them and she looks at her husband. And she goes, you know, I wouldn't have believed it if I had I not been there because this looks like it's all real. <laughs> she said, Larry, I, I, I just, the first time I brought my kids into you, it was when you had your full set. And I was so worried when I walked in and I saw this and I knew I was coming to the grand over. I'm like, I walked in, I saw a background and a background. And I thought, oh, I didn't say anything at the time, but I thought this isn't going to look even close to as good. And she said, you know what? It looks exactly the same as if it was done in the studio where everything was actually real. And I said, yeah, actually, I think it looks better. And she proceeded to, her order was big. I think it was like 16,000. She was, because she said, this is the last time I'll be doing it with my kids, but because they're going to get too old. But she said, it's everything I was going to hope, hoping for and more. And I, if I wouldn't have been there and saw what, what this was photographed on, I wouldn't have believed it. So imagine her, what she's going to say to people. Like she will be one of my best salespeople all year long. So, I mean, there is another example of a client that came in before when it was a full set a real set and then someone that came in and with this and she's just as happy and the order was actually bigger from this one than the real set what else you got larry do you ever use um corel painter i do i don't 
Elle is very versed in it, and she's quite good at it. But for what I do here, I don't. That's not saying you can't. Yeah, I'm looking into that. Yeah, it's a different look. That's all it is. It's just it's a different look, you know. And a lot of these programs like Corral are really advancing along with everything else. Yeah, they are. It's a long learning curve. It's a long learning curve, but I think that the I would rather things be a, a, a longer learning curve than a press a button that turns into that because then everybody can do it. Yeah. Right. I don't want everybody to be able to do it. I want the ones that really want to learn and then want to get good at it. They're the ones that are going to get good at it and they're going to do well at it. And their competition will struggle to keep up with them because they took the time to learn mm-hmm. and do it well and, and charge for it. Yeah. Right, Bonnie? so yeah that's something that's um that's very very important to to me is uh to do that now another thing i want to mention um going into this year if you have any friends or anyone that's looking at uh joining up in our magical santa academy for all of you that are already joined it will remain at $37 a month, but going forward, it's going to be one annual fee. Uh, it won't be the monthly fee. So anybody that's signing up new, it's, a, it's a, the full annual fee. Um, we did the $37 a month at the beginning to try to help out through the COVID time, but we're making a, a shift now to going back to the the, the, uh, the full. We're, we're still for a, probably a couple of years going to leave it at the, the same price, it still equates to about the same price um, before we, we move it back up to where it was before. It used to be $1,500 a year. Um, so we'll still try to help for a while, but it'll be more of an annual fee now. So, yeah, that's that's the other thing that we're doing new this year. Um, we, uh, we want to see the people that were in the group last year um, now, we did have a number of people that have opted out of the group, um, but I'm hoping that people stick around because I, I believe that as we go into this year, we're going we're to offer some advanced classes as well, but I want, I want to guide you in, in this second year. I mean, I really want to take you to that level where you're starting to see the profits come in, starting to see the sales build, starting to see your artwork develop making sure that you're more prepared for Christmas in July, um, not, not marketing individually or, or on any one single thing, doing a, a marketing strategy um, at the correct time and making the calls. I mean, all, all these things, they, they're all, all part of it. And it's not like I, uh, Elle and I spend our entire year just on this. We do other work as well. But we also know what this makes us. And so it is our key to our year and has been for a long time. I mean, I've been doing this for over 10 years and, and it has been absolutely the key to uh, my income. You know, it's, uh, when it brings in the, this kind of revenue, it, it's not to be um, walked away from. Let's put it that way. So whatever I can do to help you with that, I think that's important. I think if any of you are looking to get anything specific as far as um, any, any individual coaching or any individual ment- mentorship, uh, we're opening up that this year as well. 
Um, my time is, is very limited, but I really, the people that, that want to make this work and want to fine tune and di dial it in, I want to work with them one-on-one. -on -one. So uh, consider that as well. I don't think it's a big investment for what it can be. Matter of fact, they think it's probably the best ROI of any workshop in the industry. Um, once you have your set, I mean, I've been working off of this set and these props, this group of props, oh, for a long, long time, years and years and years and years. You look at this guy right here. This thing is broken more times. I'm looking at this thing's broken and hanging here. You know, like a lot of these props are still banged up. Like kind of look at that, look at this present. All right. It's all ripped to shreds. And I mean, these are old. He's been traveling around with me. Look, that's got a big rip out of it this year. They're they're beaten up. Look at that, that wrapping. But it's all part of it making it look so good. Matter of fact, the more beaten up things look, the more I like them. So, I mean, yes, there's that investment at the beginning, but what business model doesn't have a, have an investment to get started? Now, once you get started, it's, it's listen, honestly, if, if you don't work hard on the art and you don't make the correct products out of it and you don't price it properly, you're going to get what comes with all that, right? I mean, that's, I'm just being real honest. Um, but if you do follow the system and you do and you are uh, very you know let me give you another another example you could do everything right the artwork could be perfect every aspect of all of this could be just perfect spot on and then the client comes in for their viewing and they go so how much for the book and you go it's what it's what two thousand dollars so after all that investment and all of that work and all of that effort, you weren't able to get the words out of your mouth in a positive, powerful way, and you killed your own sale so you didn't get anything. So you, you must work on that. You must work on looking in the mirror and saying, a 40-inch runs $3,800. And that is with frame, comes with frame. And, you know, let's talk a little bit about where that's going to be in your home. You need to be able to say that number and rattle right on to the rest of the conversation like you just ran over it. Like it's yesterday's business. Like you've said that a thousand times before, which I have. But if you cough it out or spit it out barely or, or it's said with you know a, a question mark at the end of it you know that's 3800 okay, okay you're, you're not going to get that sale you're going to kill all the work you've done everything i say to a client is very matter of fact and when someone complains i'm like well you're the right now is the cheapest you're ever going to get me it's on the most cost effective you'll ever have You know, I had a, a, a client call me, book the session. Then the dad calls me and tries to get me to do a discount. He, he wants one of our chiclets. And he goes, you know, the, there's, there's another photographer that's doing the Santa work too that evidently was trained by you, and he's way cheaper than you. 
I said, well, are you shopping art or are you shopping price? I said, why, are you, why did you call me? Why haven't you, have you already booked with him? He said, well, your art is, is far superior. I said, okay, well, that's why my price is more. He goes, yeah, but you're both getting your stuff printed at the same lab. I asked him. I said, and what does the process have to do with my price? It has nothing to do with it. I said, you either want my art or you don't. And if you don't want my art, then I am thrilled that you found another option. And the option is with one of my students. Although I'll be very disappointed to find out that they went undercut because, I mean, it's really sad for that person. But it's up to him. He's got his own business. And I told the guys that I, I, I can't control what, what that person does. And if you want price, if you're shopping for price, you should book with him. So six months later, he called me back. Month, six months, well, three months later, he called me back. And he tried to book me again. And he tried to bring my price down again. And I said, listen, like, I'm very consistent. And I just said, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I, I obviously don't have, I, I've got the product you want, but I don't have the price that you want. And if you're looking to get my product for the price you want to pay, you're not going to get that. You could get a similar product for the price you want to pay by working with a different artist. He didn't book me. He never did book me. But I'm not going to call and get on my knees and say, please come back. Please, I'll do it for whatever price you want. I still would have made probably, I don't know, with what he wanted to buy, he and his wife, I probably would have made profited six grand. But I would have had to come down on my price so much to get that six grand. And the minute that that gets out, to other clients that have already purchased or to anybody else that's thinking of buying, my brand is shot. So I remain extremely consistent in what I tell people. And I hold my ground. And that would have been a $10,000 client, even at the prices he wanted, because he wanted a Chaclay. So... I let him walk. And I'm totally fine with it. I've worked too hard in my life to have somebody dictate what I should charge for my artwork. So I know the hours that I have into figuring it out. And it's not just hours. It's years. So I, I want you guys to get on that footing of consistency and elegance and, and think about your brand. And, you know, quite frankly, Ina is a good example. Her, she has worked hard to make her brand absolutely beautiful. And, and there's no disconnect. Everything in, in what she says, how she dresses, the look of her environment, her website, everything she's doing, it it's connects. There's no disconnect. 
So in the beginning, when she made that decision to go from good to great, if her clients have been her clients at good, she's going to lose a bunch of those clients going to great. But the great clients that she wants are never going to see her unless she makes that step. Because the great clients aren't going to come to good. It, it, it's, it takes a little bit of time. But once they see that you're there the next year and they see that you're there the next year and your price is actually going up and, and your work is actually getting even better and, the, and the, the, the brand is looking fantastic and it's now you've been there around a few years and it's like, this is solid. And that's when that you get that marketing piece again and they go, all right, we're, we're calling this year. We're going to do this. And you start building that database. Now you got a doubt. Can you imagine having a database of great clients. I don't know if you guys saw the, I put a, a couple of photographs of, of Anna Rose on, on my personal Facebook page. And we've literally got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of comments and mega hundreds of, of, of likes and hugs and, and prayers. So many people praying. And over half of them are my clients. They're clients, they're photographers, they're people I don't know. There's um, many, many shares, There's some family members, but the bulk of them are clients and photographers. Now, when we've got hundreds of my photographic clients that are coming to us to pray for my child, to me, those are great clients. I've made an impact on them enough that they follow me and that when we're suffering, they're there to comfort us. And, and I, I look back on those clients and I just think, you know, here's this person that spent so much money with us and, and our, our artwork is in their home and they take the time out of their day to, to stop and, and say a prayer for our child. I mean, that's, that's powerful. Those are the kind of clients I want. I don't want the kind of client that, that you know, barters us to death and then leaves and never uh, thinks about calling us again unless we have a special running and certainly doesn't give a crap about us as people. So think about that. All right. Uh, what, other, what, what other questions do you have? Dean, you got more questions for me? I mean, I, I'm just totally agreeing with you, Larry, that elevating your artwork, and I'm just looking at um, what you just created in front of us. Um, I think this is just amazing, and um, I'm really working on uh, elevating, like getting my work better and better. Um, and I think that's, um, um, I mean, I, well, I will be working on this this year because Good. I want to be better. Yeah, that's really important. Good. Good. Um, Again, I, I, I want you to, to uh, you, every one of you to think about something. If you, uh, we're only going to take, I think this year, well, um, Alice not close by, but I think we're going to take uh, 20 um, 
full year-long mentorships. Um, if So if anybody's interested in private mentoring, we were going to do um, some big, uh, like a, a very high-end advanced workshop at our studio. But with COVID the way it is, it's I, I, I just can't, I can't do it yet. I think it's just too crazy right now. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna strongly suggest that we do something where it's uh, the price is right and we we dive deep, but one on one through through um, Zoom over a period of time. We'll continue to do this course right here uh, with the group. But if someone wants advanced tutoring, um, I'm happy to to go down that road. Um, and and offer that we just can't do very many of them uh, only because there's not enough time in our year we got a year to do too but uh, yeah we had, we have been asked to do that by a number of students and so we've brought that on and that's something that you can certainly reach out to me if you're interested when is that gonna start, we're gonna start that right away so you know because i think you should start right away i think like we've already got our, our entire game plan laid out for 2022, Al and I. We we know uh, the dates. We know um, we've already contacted our Santa. It's already booked. We I mean we've done everything already. We know we've got our, our budget set up for what we're gonna spend. We've got our budget set up for what we're gonna sell. Um, we've got a very clear picture of our year, and uh, now it's just a matter of of filling those buckets every month. And, um, you know, we're already uh, we're at the end of, of January and we've got the first month in play. Um, it's, it's, we've done great first month. So, you know, I believe in, in breaking a year down into segments and then really setting up something strong uh, that's doable, that you know you can do. And when you can break it down into bite-sized pieces, then you actually can pull it off. You know, and success is in the doing. And, uh, you know, if you if you make a good plan and then you enact the plan in chunks um, systematically, you can win. And it's a way of also keeping uh, yourself in check. And one of the reasons that I want to do the, the private mentoring as well is that I'm, I'm going to I'm going to ask hard questions. You know, I mean, I, I want I want to keep that each person individually responsible you know, did you get this done, right? Because if you don't, they'll pile up on you. And before you know it, it's like, oh, my goodness, Christmas in July is like three weeks away, and I haven't done this and this and this and this and this, and you can't catch it up. So it's it's this is going to be a way to make sure that you're ready. And, uh, you know, of course, we're going to do it in, in here as, as well. Um, it's just going to be at a more fine-tuned level. When it's, when it's one on one, and I'll just ask questions that you might not want to have asked in front of everybody else. <laughs> Larry, can well, I ask you? Sorry to interrupt, but can I ask you a question about sure. when did you move away from the physical uh, and totally do like backdrops? Like this year, I used two different backdrops, but I also did like a physical full set. Uh, Great question. Okay, first of all, um, don't use two different backgrounds in the same year. I tried that once and my sales plummeted. When you offer too many things, people can't make a decision. Keep, keep the blinders on your clients. Let them have 
Don't let them make too many choices. All right, sell them exactly what that you need to sell them, and be, and make do it really well. More too many backgrounds makes it too confusing. That's my first advice. The second thing is, I changed to to this style of background where I'm using a background and floor when I started uh, a going on location more, but B when I realized that it actually created a better look because there's less shadows in it. Okay. Right. You know, I, I corrected all that when I made the background so that all these, the, the, the shadow corrections for the most part are, are complete you know, whereas when it was a live set, I mean, all those pieces were sticking out from the wall. So there's all these dark shadows everywhere. So this is actually a better, and you know, what's fascinating to me is I needed to prove to myself that kids could come into the set and not go, well, this looks weird. Like they don't do that. Like kids come in on the set and there's enough props that are there and Santa's there and, and the focus is all around that center carpet I mean, they don't have a chance to see that it's something else. They don't care. So you have a couple, and, just a couple of props in front. Oh, quite a few. Well, can you tell the ones that yeah. are three-dimensional there and what isn't? Absolutely not. That's the beauty of it, right? I mean, mm -hmm. some are in the background and some aren't, mm -hmm. right? And and so I don't have a ton of props, but I, I don't have nothing. Mm -hmm. I have enough props saying I want to tie that background into the floor, but... But um, I think what the, the, the other big, big part of this for me is once it's like once the curtains open, once the play starts, like you've got to be the director. And you do you do one you know, set. You do one set for the I year. One, I do one set. But the, but the other thing that's important here is to know is that, I, I mean, if, if you've watched all my videos, you've met little Larry and little Larry's a lot of fun. That's my inner child. And little Larry directs every one of these plays, every one of these, these sessions. And the kids are so enamored by little Larry. They're having so much fun with me. They, they forget where they are. All I know is there, but they turn the corner and there's Santa. I'm like, oh my goodness, there's Santa. When and when Santa goes, well, hi there, Jennifer and Johnny. I'm like, oh, how did he know your names? Right. I mean, I'm right there as the third little kid, like through everything. You know, it's like, oh, oh my goodness. Now you're gonna have to give them those those uh, those uh, golden tickets. I mean, you're you're gonna have to hand those in. You know that. Um, I mean, uh, and I, are you in the nice book? Have you ever seen a Santa's nice book? I mean, uh, I've never seen a Santa's nice book. Do you think you're in Santa's nice book? I don't know. You know, I, there, I wonder if there's boys and girls in Santa's nice book. Santa, do you have your nice book? You know, and all of a sudden Santa's like, oh, we got to check the nice book right away. We pulled it out. I'm like, oh my goodness, do you think you're in there? Do you think you're in there? Like, do you think they're going, I wonder if that's a prop or a background? Mm -hmm. I don't give them time to think. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'll tell you another thing that happened after a session this year that I love. This was also a very big order. It was up in that, you know, say, $9,000 range, $9,800. Um, there was a, a husband and wife, two kids, um, and the, the grandparents were there. And it was an elderly gentleman, and he, they sat and watched. They had a ball watching the whole thing. 
And when they got all done, the grandfather waited till everybody had left the room. And he said, I just wanted to, can I get you privately just for a second? Santa was still in his chair, but he couldn't hear us at the other end of the room. And he said, you know, I've traveled around the world a lot. I've done a lot of things and I've been a lot of places. And in all my years of business, I have never in my life seen anything so creative and so professionally done as what I've witnessed here today. He said, I know what you were doing. He said, yeah, it might have seemed goofy and fun, like you were just being this animated character. But he said, it was brilliant. What a performance. He said, I enjoyed watching you as much as I enjoyed watching my grandchild. He said, it was brilliant. How you got these expressions and how you, you made sure the composition, the proportions were always correct. He said, it was brilliant. It was brilliant to watch. And I get what you're doing. And it is probably the greatest thing I've ever witnessed. Awesome. That's what I want to hear. Like, that's what I want to hear. Those are, those are the things that make it so worthwhile to me. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for me, kind of the, whether it's a set or a background is a little bit irrelevant. Well, no, I was just curious because it's uh, the amount of stuff with the props is just crazy, I think. Yeah, you got, well, you got to store all that stuff. Yeah, that's and what that I mean. background and that floor, I can, those fit into a little tiny box about this big. Like, it's tiny. And you don't mm-hmm. fold them, by the way. Whatever you do, don't fold them. Stuff them in the bag or stuff them in a box. Grab one in and start stuffing. Whatever you do, never fold the background. All it does is put a bunch of creases in. But a whole bunch of little teeny, 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 tiny wrinkles, you never see them again. And also when you hang up that background, if you can get a, a couple of little clips on the side that just tie it to the, the background stand, you'll stretch it tight. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all about the background and the floor, all about it. Love, love the look, love the feel. And also, I know that that's going to hang in any home. Contemporary, transitional, or traditional, that's going to hang in any home. So, yeah, good question, though. Very good question. Does that, does that cover it? Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Anything else? Larry, well, speaking of a plan and Christmas in July and all that, mm-hmm. when is a good time to start uh, marketing or advertising to get ready for that Christmas in July a recruiting of clients? Well, we've already got some booked. Um, we, we took names throughout the year that uh, people couldn't make our dates. Um, and they, no dates worked that said we'll be doing a Christmas in July next year. And, um, and so we, we reached out to them already. And so many of those dates are now taken already. Uh, and I just made phone calls, you know, and then, uh, we will do a campaign now, uh, uh, we're going to open up a, um, a season, if you will. Uh, we'll have a certain amount of time. Much like Obamacare, you get a window to book. Um, and so we're going to open up that window to, to book. And, um, yeah, we'll be, we'll be, we, started, we started booking our July sessions first week in January. 
Okay, thanks. Yeah. There's when, always, there's always a reason to book. The campaign? When, when are you starting the campaign? Uh, the campaign will start, uh, well, it kind of already has started, you, you know. It, like it, to all of our clients that expressed interest for next year, we've already okay. sent out an email to them. But oh, to yeah. all, yeah, to all of our database, we'll start. Mm -hmm. in, it will start in in February. However, it may not start where we wanted it to start. They, we we felt that that our um, uh, operation for on a rose were was going to maybe be in March, and then it was suddenly at February first. So we've got a little girl that's going to really need our attention. And so I, I'm guessing it'll start February 15th is when we'll, we'll start doing our, because you can't start a marketing campaign if you don't have time to call them. You know, and somebody asked me, I, I'm, I'm doing a, um, um, and just so you guys know, if you're, I don't know if you're part of Lori Nordstrom's group uh, called um, Photo Talk um, on Facebook, but if you're not, you should join that on Friday at, where's my book here? Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm Eastern Standard. I'm doing a Zoom and I'm doing a um, how to do a magical snowman. So I'm going to actually do one magical snowman. And uh, yeah, to, you know, to me, if, if you're going to do any of this marketing, you've just got to be ready to do the sale. And, and, one of the questions that was asked on Lori's group the other day when I was on there, somebody said, well, what's your quickest way to, um, what's the best photography to book right now to make the quickest income in January, February? I said the, the quickest way and the type of photography you should be booking to bring in money now is money or sessions that you're going to book down the road. And they're like, huh? I'm like, well, you don't have to do the session now. You've got to book the session and have it prepaid or at least a good deposit down. Okay, think about it. Let's just say with my session fee and my deposit, I'm, I'm bringing in, I don't know, just pick a number here. Let's say I'm bringing in $2,000. And I book 10 of those sessions. And those sessions are in July. That's 20 grand I just put in the bank. Okay, now book 30 of them. Right? $60,000 I just put in the bank. And it can be all sessions for, if they can't take July, tell them the, the date in August or tell them the date in September. I mean, get them pre-booked. They'll pay. You'll be amazed at how many people would say, well, yeah, I want one of those spots. They're extremely limited. And I missed out last year. I want one of those. And if you're, if you don't, if you're not able to, to make a pre-sale to them, tell them you need a minimum deposit. Say, I want your session fee plus $1,000 down for product deposit. I'm telling you, it works, you guys. And, and, and it generates so much um, income. And I think everybody was kind of stuck on, uh, on that. They were like, I don't get it. Like, 
you're you're not even doing the photography now, but you're taking money from them. I'm like, yeah, I only have so many sessions in a year. If you want one, you have to pay me in, in advance and book that. I, I think that it's so different that people are are not used to saying, well, I'm willing to take their money, even though I don't photograph them for six months. I'm not. It doesn't bother me at all. You know, as a matter of fact, I, I quite liked it. I like it because I get to that time of the year or I get to the session and say I'm, it's a July session and I'm selling to them in August. Well, that $1,500 they gave me in, or $1,800 that they gave me in, in, in February, that money's long gone in their mind. It only helps the bottom sale, but it's all within that year's total sales. That doesn't mean we don't do any photography at this time of the year, because we do. Uh, we we spend I spend this time of the year in January and February doing a lot of um, photography and artwork for licensing, because I got to have it to my agent by certain dates. So that's just a separate stream that comes in different times of the year for me. Um, and but meanwhile, I'm I'm making sure that all my my other sessions that I'm going to offer throughout the year, and whether that's a a vintage baseball or whether it's a, uh, a snowman or whether it's Santa or whatever it may be. Um, and, and for me, we're doing a lot more of the, the, the real fine art portraiture. Um, we just got a, did a contract with a, um, the Ferrari dealership here. Um, it's, a, it's an exotic car dealer and, where I, I love what we got going with them and we're doing a lot more fine art with their clients, fine art portraiture. And so that's, that's going to be a good one for us too. So, but again, those must be booked way in advance. We're only going to do so many of them in a year, in a calendar year. So if they want it done now in, in this year, they have to do it now. Does that make sense? Yes. Thanks a Yeah. What else you got? I got, I'm going to, I'm about an hour over, but I'm going to say I got eight more minutes for, for any other questions. But Elle always says I can't talk for just an hour. So she always says, if you're going to do an hour zoom, I, I make sure I give you two hours. <laughs> Sorry, lady. I have to go. All right. Good to see you. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye guys. Bye. Marianne, you got any other questions for me? Uh, no, I, I need to uh, read or watch your videos first before, you know, I, I think yeah. a lot of my information that I might have questions on, I can get and I need to just sit down and watch the videos. Uh, yeah. So I really, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey, no, not a problem um, at all. And I, and, you know, honestly, if you're really serious about doing this, Marianne, yeah. I mean, if you're... If you, and, so, and I'll say the same for you, Bonnie. We've worked together before, but I, I, I swear I, I can take you guys to a different level if you want to do it. You just got to be ready to go there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got, I've got a, a truly a foolproof system that goes to there, but a lot of it has to do with where you are inside. 
And although with that's kind of why I want to do this in a private uh, version as well, because I want to talk about the things that it takes to get to there, both both internally, um, family-wise, because I've got a family with three kids, you know, uh, and they're young, so it, it takes there, there's that time that has to get dealt with as well. Um, and I love my kids, and I love spending time with them. So everybody's got to get their their peace. But that only makes the the having a system and making sure you stick to that system that much more important. Right. So just, just you know, that's a, a thought. How much do you travel? Can I ask you that? Uh, like, and obviously that would make it easier with the, like how much you go to other cities versus uh, like staying in the area that you live? Well, um, this each year it's changing. Because mm -hmm. you see, it, it used to be I always was in the 100% of the time the area I lived. But then I fell in love with Ella and I moved to Florida. But I had, this, you know, two decades of clients up in North Carolina and the surrounding states up there. So it was hard for me because uh, I had um, moving here. I, mm -hmm. I, I knew that my clients was, were going to be like, no way, you got to stay. So I decided, but it's 10 hour drive one way. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've been going up there, but each year we take on more clients down here and we take a little, a few less there. Yeah. Right. And, and we even have some of them now looking at saying, I'm kind of going to come down to Disney and, and do my session with you down here. So, oh, give, okay. yeah. So give me three or four years yeah. and, and we'll have everything down here. As a matter of fact, we're going to be taking the name Kissing Tree Studio We'll, we'll always keep it going, keep, keep the name going, um, uh, so I own the name, but we're going to transition that to being part of, of uh, Masterpiece Christmas. So we've got oh, Masterpiece okay. Artwork, and Masterpiece Christmas is under Masterpiece Artwork. And uh, we're going to now do a little brand change of our own, and we're going to get a little bit, uh, well, my, our price is going to go up again, which is fine, right? I'm fine with that. yeah, so yeah. You know, there, there you go, Bonnie. I, I'm, I'm also looking in the mirror myself, right? But I'm good with it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm ready for it, right? Well, I'm, do you rent a studio when you travel? Then, when you go up, I do. Back up I don't rent a studio. I rent a, I rent a um, convention room at a convention at a like well, convention hotel. Okay. Yeah, but I, I choose a high end one, and then I rent one of their big rooms, mm -hmm. and I set up there. And that's worked great. Mm -hmm. It's worked great for me. Fantastic. Yes. You know, so it's, it's you know, I, I load up the van and everything's inside the van and I drive up there and set it all up and then I come home and I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, I've been using the same uh, hotel for a long time and, and for the longest time they let me um, use a storage room there and I've mm -hmm. all the whole set in there. So I wouldn't have to load it up back down in the van every time. Um, but they did send me a, a letter this year saying that this year it's going to cost you a hundred bucks a day to store. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I over, well, maybe over pushed that, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. Right. I mean, cause I, I'm, yeah, yeah. again, I mean, I'll make sure I add that to the price. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's really not what things cost. It's what you charge. 
It's about you knowing your costs so you can charge properly. Mm -hmm. And really, I think if I increase my entire prices by 20%, I get exactly the same amount of clients. And my, and, and the, all that 20% would drop to the bottom line, right? Mm -hmm. Like 100% of it. Because the costs are already covered. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Absolutely. I mean, I love the business of, of uh, artwork and the business of photography. I love it just as much as I love the creating of, of um, new types of artwork and the, and the doing. I mean, I love it all. It's, it's a, what a great life. What a great life. It's just I don't want to live a life of anxiety, and I don't want to li live a life of, you know, how am I going to make it? I, I don't yeah. want that. I, I really don't. How many? Can I ask you how many sessions, like for uh, Christmas in July, how many sessions would you do in a day? Five. Okay. And would you go like weekdays the whole day and weekends? Yeah, I do. Same? I do two weekends of three, two three day weekends. Okay. So, you, know, you think about that. That's thirty sessions, right? That's a big chunk of work you got to do. And if you're, if now put it in perspective, thirty sessions, averaging at around sixty five hundred dollars a session. That's almost a quarter million dollars of business. Like, I think that's worth making calls in February. Yeah, yeah. And that would be your schedule during the Christmas time season. Well, say that again. Or is, would that be your Christmas? That would be your, for, uh, well, this would be Christmas in July. Christmas is for me and uh, uh, for Al and I at our studio starts yeah. July or first weekend in July. Well, up. Uh, the first time we do sessions in July and ends at the end of December. Okay. We do them every month. Larry, do you, um, for July, is there certain weekends that work better because of uh, summer vacations? Say, stay away from the July 1st weekend. Right. Other than that, they're all good. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the reason I have, and that's a good question, Bonnie, because the reason I do two, because a lot of people are on vacation, but they generally right. don't go on vacation. And I stretch them out over the weekend in between so that there's two weeks between it because people are generally not gone for more than two weeks on vacation. So if they can't make one date, they can make the other one. I didn't quite hear you. Did you say you don't put it back to back? Weekends? I don't put them back to back. Okay. I put a week in between because... Because people don't generally go on vacation in July for more than two weeks. Okay. So if they can't make one of the weekends, they can make the other one. Right. You know, usually people on for July vacations, it's like the kids are out of school. We're going to go to the lake for 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 or the beach for a week, mm -hmm. and then they're back. Right. It's it's so that's why I I put I stretch them out. Do you feel like your July clients are more organized? You <laughs> know what they want. Like we're going to get this done because we're busy. 
Have you noticed that? I'm just like, it's kind of a crazy question, but I don't think I, I've noticed that. I think that if, if a client is, is struggling, it's because I haven't communicated exactly what I need out of them enough. If I take care of my client and make it simple and I communicate exactly what I need to do it and I serve them properly, they're going to have no issue with dealing with exactly what I need them to do. No matter what the time of year. Got it. And that could, again, boils down to system, 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 systems. Okay. Okay, guys, listen, I've got to go. Thank you so much, Larry. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, here, here's a good example. And for all the people that weren't on this, this, um, this Zoom, um, let me stop my sharing. For all the people that weren't on this Zoom, and there's only six of you in here, and we have almost 70 students. Well, I think we had eight in here total. That's only a 10% we're in here. That's like, I, I, yeah, some are going to come back and they're going to watch this. But they should have been here asking questions. Yeah. Right? If, if you really are serious about doing this, get on it. Right? I mean, we've already made our game plan. We've already got calls made and made bookings and, I mean, we've got our Santa time done. We're booking clients. I mean, we're already on it. Just because you're in the end of January, I don't think that's the time to take the foot off the pedal. That's the time to be super organized and let's get at it. And let's go out. And, and if you want to put your, your all your, your, you know, let's just, you know, take for example. Let's throw it this way. Do you think you could do 100 sessions in a year, Santa sessions? Could you do 100? No way. I don't think. I don't know. Can you do 50? Yeah. Um, maybe. No. Yeah, I think you could do 50. Yeah. I mean, yes. it's doing five a day. That's not a, that's not backbreaking amount of sessions. You know, so if you do that for three days and then do it for another three days a week later, that right there would be more than half of your year's sessions, by the way. That'd be 30 of the 50 sessions done just in July if you did it right. Right? I mean, it's, mm -hmm. not, it's not that hard, you guys. It's not that hard. You can do this. You can do those sessions. Right? I mean, I think of, of our October. Oh, my God. The tax bill that we paid in the, in the last quarter. Oh, but I love seeing a big check going to uh, our tax man because that means we sold a ton. But just just in October, you know, mm -hmm. we, we had two two months that that surpassed the twenty five session mark, and close to three months that surpassed that twenty five session mark. So I guess yeah, I guess we did we did hit more than fifty. I think it was then more than it was sixty five, and then the fifteen, the other twelve went into this one this year. Yeah, it was. I mean, if as long as you're filling those weekends, it doesn't take long to hit the numbers. 
Now, if you, if you if you put it in perspective, let's just say you did your 50 and you're doing 6,500 a, a session. Okay, you're over 300,000 in sales. Even if you did and your sales fell down to say 3,500 each, you're still doing 175,000 in sales in that half a year. That's still a decent season. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, do the numbers on this, you guys. And if you have the pricing and the products and the art and everything done, it's fine-tuned, ready to go, people are going to buy it. You just have to have faith that they're going to buy it, and they will. I mean, I remember having this conversation with my ex-wife. And she could not see it. She just couldn't see. She was like, no way is anybody going to spend that kind of money on Santa Picks. She couldn't get that Santa Picks thing out of her head. So for her, she goes, well, I don't want you to embarrass me in front of, embarrass us in front of our friends and family. I said, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I'm going to charge what it's worth. And yeah, our friends and family probably will not be our clients, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be embarrassed. I said, the clients will be there. But you see, she would not do it. She would not have any part of it. Well, and and now she doesn't have any part of it. But I'm just saying that if you believe that it can be done and then you create the system and the products around it, the people that will buy it, that do understand it, they're there. It's not like I am in, you know, like Greensboro, North Carolina is some kind of magical Santa buying Mecca. You know, it's not. It just happened to be where I started it. But I mean, I've done the same thing. Why is it? Why are people flying their kids in from other states? You know, I mean, You've got to realize that the clients are there. Not everybody's going to book that. Not everybody's going to want to book it. But then if you asked anybody, would you, would you love to drive a, a brand new Mercedes? Invariably, I would think 100% would say, yeah, I, I'd love one. But until they had to pay the price. The cost of it, and they're like, yeah, I, I can't afford that. And so everybody doesn't drive Mercedes or BMW or Ferrari. But they all know of the brand very well. You know, if, if price was an issue, would you, would you slide a Rolex onto your wrist? You probably would until you realized that it was 100 grand. 100 grand for a watch? Are you kidding me? But they sell a lot. Matter of fact, you got to order them in advance. They don't, they, they're so backed up. Because somebody believed. And, and the same thing goes here. If you, if you believe that you can create this product and you value it properly, you sell it properly, the clients are there everywhere you go. There's enough clients for the product. 
And if you set your year up correctly, even if you fall short, you still have a fantastic year. And you don't, you know, well, I, hey, there's nothing better than to me when I get really booked and we end up working, you know, 16 hours a day. I love that because then we know that we're bringing in serious money. But even those months that don't book the way we want them to, they book 60, 70% full. Um, so they don't end up filling. Well, it just means that I do less work. But I still, because I'm priced properly, I still make a good living. So these are the things that I want to try to work with you guys on this year. I think this is going to be a really great year. I think this is going to be the best year of my life. And I think it can be the best year of yours, but you've got some decision-making to do. All right. I will oh, let thanks you so much for everything. God bless you, you all. And, and thank you very much for taking the time to be here. Yet, um, you have my admiration. You truly do. Good luck with your daughter. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you Larry. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Take care, you guys. Thanks.